Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host of the Moments of Joy podcast. This podcast is dedicated to super moms that don't always feel so super, trauma victims that need an example of how God can bring you through, and for those of you that are looking for a little joy, welcome to the show. I need the joy. Welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. Thank you, MVPs, for coming back and being so faithful to listen and share this podcast. If this is your very first time listening, this space is for mommies, and we are so excited to have you join us. If you are a mom and you are an iPhone user, come over and join the Real Moms Club on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a new app where I have been able to um, to build a community. So we have over 40,000 moms in the club and we want you to be a part. And if you're not a part um, of Clubhouse or have an iPhone, don't worry. We're on Facebook too. So you can join the Real Moms Club on Facebook to be involved in some of the conversations that we have. We have so many amazing things happening and coming down the pipeline. Luxury mommy getaways. We're going to have a mommy membership happening where you'll be able to meet with us monthly and hear from professionals in the field, pediatricians, um, mental health providers, um, spa owners (laughs) as we learn to take care of ourselves. We'll learn about business. We'll meet each other, but this is going to grow into a mommy tribe. So I want you to be a part. So if you have um, an iPhone, you're in the United States or any phone. As a matter of fact, you can text Real Moms to 474747. That's one word, Real Moms 474747. And on today's episode, I'm sitting down with Michael Russo. Michael Russo is a former yoga instructor. I mean, I totally loved hearing her story because the first time I heard it, she was educating us on yoga and why you should not practice yoga as a Christian. This is from someone who actually was a yoga instructor. Oh man, this episode is going to be so good. Michael's a wife. She's a mom of four, three beautiful boys, and a bonus teenage daughter. She has um, a worship business called Worship Flow, which is a faith-based non-yoga practice with a mission to spread God's love um, through flowing with body, mind, and soul in his worship and praise through truth. And um, it's just so beautiful. She is also a marketing agency owner and she's just amazing you guys can connect with her i will link her bio in the description of the show as well as how you can get in touch with her so let's just get into her episode i promise you it's going to be amazing i'm so excited to have with us on the show today my new buddy mikal russo (laughs) how are you i am well sister thank you for having me 
You're so welcome. Now, I know my listeners are probably tired of me always talking about Clubhouse, but I can't help it. Great things are happening there. And that is where I heard you speak. Yes, we did connect on Clubhouse and it was a powerful room. (laughs) Yes, it was. So shout out to Janelle (laughs) who had that room in the Loving Me Academy. Um, So I was just, my heart was pricked and I I just had to reach out to you um, for you to come on the show. Would you just start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Who are you and what are you? Yeah, sure. So my name is Michal and I am a 35-year-old mother and business owner. Um, I do marketing now full-time. I am a former yoga teacher and that's kind of what we're here to talk about today. So um, yeah, I had to do like a 360 in my life when the Lord kind of convicted my spirit very clearly that that was a practice I needed to shut the door on. Um, And I could go on and on. So I'll let you lead that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so we'll get right into it. That's really what I heard, you know, growing up um, in the church and just I've been saved. I'm 35 too. And um, I gave my life to Christ at 21. Um, So, right. That doesn't mean I got it right the whole way through. Right. (laughs) I feel like I'm just getting a rhythm now in the last few years. (laughs) Well, but I, um, uh, I was really intrigued by what you spoke about because growing up, you, you kind of hear these things thrown out um, you know, from people that, you know, yoga is demonic or, you know, just things. And because of the culture of the body of Christ in general and kind of how separated we are in, in a sense uh, with different denominations, you don't really know what's the truth and what to believe. So right. um, you don't know if someone's just giving you their opinion or someone's giving you that. So I truly am a believer that what you come out of, you now have authority to go get others and bring them out of. I'm just a firm believer on that because that's what God has shown and, and just, you know, demonstrated through his word. So like, if I, if I didn't have a divorce or don't know this thing of it, then how could I really, really effectively minister to someone going through it? Right. I have a heart for special needs parents because I'm a special needs mom, you know, Otherwise, I wouldn't even understand. Um, Yeah, so so I was excited just to hear, even as you are prepping for this (laughs) new place, (laughs) I'm beginning to speak out about it. So can you tell us just a little about your journey with with yoga? Totally. So, I mean, I'm a PK, like I was raised, right. You know, I was advised against it and I kind of did that whole, you know, you guys are a little bit spooky Christian over here. Like that's, it's just stretching. It's all good. Okay. Like rewind back to 2004. That's when I started my stretching. Uh, And at that time I was just going to classes with some girlfriends or in high school, like it's cool, whatever. Um, I go away to college and I connect with a studio out there. And so now I'm taking classes like I'm taking college, you know, I'm taking it serious. It goes from something that I'm doing on the side to like something you can call a practice. And that's kind of unique about yoga because you don't hear people that are like, oh, I'm training or, oh, I'm just, it's called a practice. Like you're Mm. practicing it. That should be my first red flag, but no, 
I kept going. Um, and I eventually went all the way to Spain to get my teacher's certification. So that was at least 10 years after I started practicing. So at that That's point, the real deal. I'm looking for a guru, right? Yeah. Like it, it really elevated to the point where I had like a mini altar in my basement where I kept my mat and just one Buddha. Cause like we have those in the studio. That's totally fine with my God. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, I had to repent. It took wow. me a lot of like personal, I mean, I'm still healing because I let a lot of spiritual gates open. You know, I was teaching chakra cleansing classes. Um, I mean, all over the world and I let other people into it and I led them into chants, like saying, you know, this is just what we do. Like, it's totally fine that the words are in Sanskrit, which is a sacred language. Like, you know, there's, there's no like breaking the yoke. And actually that's, what yoga means. So mm. yoga comes from the word yuj in Sanskrit. It means to yoke. Mm. And like, as a Christian, we know that we are supposed to break those other yokes and that we are to come under his yoke, that the burden is light. And I was yoking to basically um, other gods, you know, because we can say what we want to, but yoga is yoga. Even if you want to try to say, I'm not practicing it that way. Well, if your mind and body is showing up and you're doing the asanas, which are the poses, mm. um, they each represent or mimic a God. Mm. And there's just no way that the Lord can look down on that body and be like, all right, she's cool. Like, I mean, I've, you know, I really had to go through a whole season of repentance and it was not fun. Yeah. So you, I'm glad that you mentioned the chakra and, I, and I'm glad that you're, you're talking about that. So is that like a crystal cleansing? It involves sometimes crystals, but like the chakra are basically these energy wheelhouses that they identify in the body from the root up to the mind. And it involves a lot of kind of new age, you know, uh, beliefs. And so, yeah, you can activate different chakras with different crystals and we're moving into like a whole, that is clearly new age spiritual. And I just, I mean, I, I, it was like a trickle down effect. I didn't start there. You know what I mean? I started on a Friday and then it became every day. And then it became, I'm a teacher. And then it became these rocks are just something that I like to play with to the point where I was almost praying to them, you know, mm. putting them up on my body. Like it, it wasn't okay. In the eyes of what I believe the Lord would honor. Right now, during this whole time, were you still in relationship with Christ or did you just say like you were? And that's the, that's like the saddest part. So I never really convinced myself that I wasn't a Christian doing all of that. Um, because I would still try to talk to people about Christ, but not in yoga, because in yoga, this is not the place, right? However, I'm saying things like namaste, which actually means that the divine light in me recognizes the divine light in you, but that's a capital D and that's not my divine. Right. So my words and my body were literally doing something that in my mind, I was convinced I wasn't doing, and that's called deception. And that's when you are living and breathing a lie that is so rooted in you now that you don't even believe it yourself. You believe it's, you know, good is evil, evil is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that that is so powerful. I think, you know, it's just 
a lack of understanding now happening, especially with, I'm the same age as you. So especially with us millennials who have, you know, just gotten a little more open to, to different things and accepting to things that aren't necessarily what we should be walking into. So that's why I think this conversation is so important because we're not hearing from some, an, an older person that's just yelling it. We're hearing from someone who has <laughs> walked this out. Oh yeah. And so what were, did you have like any kind of torment or things that were happening during that time? Massive. So like what you're supposed to be seeking in yoga is peace, right? Serenity, like calm. Sure. I was pretty calm for the 45 minutes I was teaching these classes, but my life quickly became, I mean, when I tell you a landslide, a landslide. And I'm like really good at kind of, I'm in marketing, right? So I can put up like a strong, brave face, man. I went through a divorce. Okay. Like I chased that man right away. (laughs) I mean, and, and, you know, God has brought me a husband and we are, I mean, I'm in a good place. Like we have a God centered relationship, but that marriage wasn't God-centered because as much as I thought that I was a Christian and that I was walking the God walk, well, I really wasn't. I mean, my body was physically praising other gods, right? Mm -hmm. So it comes in in ways where you wouldn't really expect it. Anxiety and depression was nothing I ever had in my life. And at first it was just anxiety because I fought depression in my mind. I was like, nope, I don't, I don't receive it. Like I rebuke it. Like I'm still trying to activate these spiritual gifts, right? Right. While I'm I'm like watered down. I'm like, if he would have spit me out lukewarm, okay, I would have been lukewarm. And so you get lukewarm gifts, okay? Like I Mm. couldn't be preaching in and, and receiving the spiritual gifts that I was, basically talking out, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like the, the torment got so deep that I ended up having like a complete breakdown. Um, during the divorce, my best friend was killed in action over in Iraq. And that just like broke me at my core. And at that point I was just like, I need to turn back to God because I'm losing it here. And literally he broke me at my knees, like the divorce, the best friend loss. I had to move back home. Like I had to seek my parents at 30, whatever years old and be like, Hey guys, like I really hit a wall. And you know what? It was the best wall that the Lord ever let me hit because it brought me back to him. Thank you, God, man. Two points there. Number one, parents are just our parents forever. Right. I love my mom. I love my dad. My mom was so instrumental in my healing process. As I hit that rock bottom point, you know, Mm -hmm. they um, received me back with open arms and just helped, you know, you know, God put me back together again. So shout out to your amazing parents (laughs) (laughs) who did not close the door on you, but um, continued to speak life and, and, you know, back to you in the time where you needed it the most. And Mm -hmm. so what was that healing part? Like, was it when you got a divorce and you lost your friend and you hit rock bottom, did you immediately say, okay, wait, I shouldn't do yoga anymore. What what was that transition like? So really it came like a spiritual block. Like I knew that at that point, and you know what, like they always say like the desperate in the week, like it's, it's easier to inherit the kingdom, right? The poor, because girl, I had nowhere else to go. So I was really close. Like I was living at the feet 
And as I got closer in that daily and intimate relationship that I thought I had had before, but I was giving it to other gods. So no, I didn't. Um, you know, he brought me so close that I got a block, like a block. And at first I was like, maybe I'll go down to the studio here. This is a small town. Like I was kind of a big deal in the yoga world. Like they'll like, you know, push up my ego or whatever. Yeah. I went in and I did one handstand, which I used to stand on my head for hours. <laughs> like, mm, wow. okay, the Lord put such a migraine on me for three days wow. that he was just straight up like, your body doesn't do this anymore, Michal. And wow. I'm not kidding you. I started having like mental, spiritual block towards the practice. Not only could I not teach it, I couldn't do it myself. Mm. And, you know, it was just something that I, it was like a straight up stop sign you are here you come and you rest in me like i'm healing you don't go out and break yourself again yes wow wow and was there still a pull from from people at the practice and in your clients like where are you yeah a big one and i mean it didn't really stop it's kind of it still comes out i mean i was i was well rooted you know unfortunately and so i offended i think some people when i started just talking about it on facebook saying like hey guys i come in love but whoa like if you're a christian i didn't say anybody you know what i mean because i don't have the right but if you're a Christian, then I think you should know this because there are spiritual ties here that you are yoking to. And I mean, if you know anything about our spiritual gates, like it's your body and your mind and your soul. It's every gate you have that you're opening through this practice, your breathing, your eyes. I mean, it brings it all. And so I just found that it was actually dangerous in that case because if you want to be practicing Christianity, I mean, this is a tough message for me to give, but you can't practice yoga too. You just can't. It's kind of like saying, all right, like we're at a, do you remember Ouija boards? Like, oh yeah, I never did. I never did those. I was always I, scared. I said, I know that that's not a game. Yeah. That's like witchcraft up in that room. And it yeah. follows me. I'm, I'm leaving here Friday at, at eight, but that thing's going to haunt me in my sleep. Yeah, the Lord has always told me that. Well, think about a yoga class as a little bit like that like you can't just pop in on a friday night and be like oh saturday sunday didn't count here i am praising the lord but i mean i was bowing to other gods for 45 minutes on friday (laughs) wow 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 i'm so thankful for this because you know it's it's become such a um you know, a fun thing and, and you see it everywhere. I, I saw one of my friends recently go on um, a vacation and, you know, they were doing kid yoga down, down, um, you know, in the, like somewhere like Disney world, something mm-hmm. like that, but it wasn't Disney world. Um, and I was just, after hearing you, I was like, wow, you see how it's just accepted, accepted mm-hmm. and pushed like everything else <laughs> right term yoga pants like people don't even think twice like why you gotta call them yoga pants like they're just pants yeah, yeah. wow I'm so glad you even said that yoga pants I'm gonna be even more mindful in buying yoga pants <laughs> yeah wow and so you you went on that healing journey and um God began to put you back together again and what really gave you the boldness now to begin to speak out about it 
honestly, it was like I said, that conviction in my spirit. So as the healing went on, and this was years, like it didn't happen in like two months. Okay. And the blockage came and I stopped, you know, I went through that actual repentance season and it was, I'll tell you, it sucked. (laughs) I, I was a lot on my face with tears and just, sorry, sorry, sorry. Then there was the shame. Then there was like the fear because that conviction came with like a, Hey, you know, something now, like I brought you out of it. And kind of like you said, like, I'm trustworthy enough for people to now believe me and hear me. And like, if you look up my old websites and my old Instagrams, I left them up there so that people don't think I'm just some like, you know, kooky Christian that came out and was not like, you can see pictures of me being a pagan up all over the world. Mm. I'm not proud of it but I'm leaving it there so that people can see that I came from where I came from and now I'm here. And there's a reason that I went through all of that. And not only that, I see it all over my, I am a digital marketer by Mm -hmm. profession. So I get like solicited ads for these Christian yoga companies that are for profit that are charging thousands of dollars to train people. And here's what they're doing. They're, they're teaching people, the yamas and the niyamas, the eight limbs of yoga, the yamas and the niyamas are the Hindu ethics. They are aligning them with our 10 commandments and they're trying to compare them. That's called syncretism. Like you are now, you are now doing something that is so beyond like, if you want to practice yoga, listen, practice yoga, do not constrict and and confuse it with our faith come on yeah that's too far so i got angry and i was like lord slow to speak like slow to like pray into my own spirit saying please this isn't the message like we've got to do this with grace and with love but if there are people out there that are targeting christians targeting them because they're calling themselves christian yoga companies mm-hmm. then they need to be spoken up against because it's actually leading the sheep and it's leading them in the wrong way that is just wrong and they are so successful and there's not just one you know what I mean and I feel like I've written to them I've spent time hours of my days saying hey I am a RYT old yoga member alliance you can still find me on their website like Mm. and I'm a Christian I want you to explain to me how this works do you know what I got no responses, not from one. There's a Christian um, yoga alliance like that puts itself up next to the yoga alliance. So they have to approve your studio. Mm. I mean, they've given themselves authority and wow. people are giving them authority. And it's like, guys, and I came with the open heart. I said, please just tell me how this works in your mind. Like right. I'm laying it out and they right. ignore me. So I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I should sit down and shut up. No. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely are. God is um, gearing you up and armoring you up to sound the alarm to so many um, because we don't know. I, I really had no solid answer before I heard you on Clubhouse. I, mm. I knew, I thought, you know, and just because of that, sometimes I will stare away from things that I've, you know, heard were demonic just because I don't want to go there but not really knowing right so the message that you are giving is so important because churches all across the United States maybe the world they have fitness centers they have um, times where someone's leading them in fitness and yoga is a part of that but it's because of a lack of knowledge they don't Mm -hmm. know and so Mm -hmm. that is why your message is so 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 important 
so important. And you believe that some do know, okay, and yeah. they are doing it for the financial gain, and they That's ignore right. that spiritual part, and it's mm. real obvious. And I gotta tell you, as someone that ignored that spiritual part for over a decade, mm. a part of me dies. Like, what's worse than physical death? Yeah. Spiritual death. Yeah. Why am I gonna live my life? physically healthy and in wellness and I'm spiritually dead inside or worse yoking to I mean outside spirits yeah absolutely wow so dangerous yeah yeah absolutely so I am so proud of of you and so proud of what God is doing in your life so today you are married and, and you are a mom I am. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about that journey and just God giving you those promises. It's a wild journey. So uh, around the time that I like threw myself at his feet and I, he was just like, I'm going to put you back together, but you can't keep breaking yourself apart on purpose. Like what I have shown you, you must listen. Like I, you know, so that was the yoga thing. I had to cut out a lot of other things too. Okay. Like I grew up for a little while on Miami beach and in Miami beach, I had a lot of friends and these friends were you know they call them vampires like energy vampires people that stay up all night that their their life was just going in a different way well I had just crashed and burned so I got real strict with my circle and I had to I guess offend some people by just being like I'm not going that way anymore um and that was tough because doing things alone is is lonely (laughs) you know what I mean But I wasn't alone. I really started to get that intimate relationship with the Lord, which can be so much more fulfilling than like yeah. any friendship. I mean, yeah. sometimes I go out for like, I'll be out with my mom and she'll be like, you want to go for lunch? I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go home and have lunch with the Holy Spirit. She's like, you're so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, sometimes I just need my time alone. So I spent a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I told you I had to move back to where my parents were from. Yeah. And so here I'm back in my really old hometown and it's small and I'm like Lord I've been all over the world like how am I gonna meet anybody over here this is crazy so uh actually it kind of just happened online and I was like I don't know this fool I was like I gotta go I'm, I was going out for like two months because my son his dad lives in Florida and I always booked his summer visitation as my time to travel okay, okay. that's a little selfish but right. I didn't know what to myself as a mother I mean when my son was gone I lived for him so I was like mm-hmm. I work online so I was getting ready to leave the country and he was like come on just meet me for a pizza right girl I canceled the trip like that pizza <laughs> turned into like two months of dating and then wow. he was like marry me and I'm like no like that's crazy yeah and I fought with him for like three months over it and then lo and behold like within six months we were married and yeah, that's kind of the that's beautiful. So the message there is do not despise the DMs. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that is so funny because my husband did the same on Facebook, messaged me. And so <laughs> I hear that very often now. Um, more so. Yep. So don't be bougie, ladies. I'm going out of the country, man. I would have missed out on a lifetime. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. So Mika, I'm so glad that you joined us here today to share this amazing truth, um, to shed light on an area that we as Christians need you to release. Mm-hmm. And um, I want you to sh- tell the listeners where they can find you and how they can connect with you. 
Yeah, so I do have a little website popped up. It's called worshipflow.org. Um, I'm not accepting money for anything. I put up like a blog post and, you know, eventually I want to lead online classes. So we're working towards that. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram at Mrs. M-R-S dot Mikhail, M-I-C-H-A-L Russo, R-U-S-S-O. So that's Mrs. Mikhail Russo. And I'm really active on there. So uh, if you DM me, like I'll respond. If you saw this, you have questions, please don't yell hate at me. (laughs) (laughs) And follow her on Clubhouse too. (laughs) Yeah, that's me too. And on Clubhouse, I'm Mrs. E. Russo. So awesome. So I will be sure to list all of that in the description of the show so that they can just click on it and go right to your sites. And so thank you so much for being so brave and going forth in this. I really appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>